This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. John chapter 2. I was speaking briefly this morning on the new wine. The new wine. John chapter 2. I'm going to start reading from verse 1. If you are there, shout hallelujah. If you are not there, shout glory. Wow. The hallelujahs have it. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and the disciples to the marriage. And when they, went, when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servant, Whatever he said unto you, do it. Verse 6, And there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the profile of the Jews, containing two or three first king of peace. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pot with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they buried. When the ruler of the, of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servant withdrew the water near, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and said unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then they which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. I say unto you, at the end of the year, your best testimonies, your best breakthroughs has been kept for you until now in the name of Jesus. Verse 11, it says, This beginning of miracles with Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. And his disciples believed in him. Father, I thank you for this morning. I ask Lord Jesus, speak to us. Come and do what only you alone can. In Jesus' mighty name of prayer. Verse 11 says, This beginning of miracles did Jesus do in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed in him. There's something very important about the beginning. The Bible says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. There's something very important about the foundation of a building. That's why how tall a house is built determines how deep the foundation will be. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse 7, it says, being deeply rooted in him. So the foundation is very important. That's when I was trusting God for, what do I share with the people at the throne room? He said, go back to the first miracle of Jesus. Because the Lord is set to do something in the house this morning in the name of Jesus. Bible says that Jesus in verse 1 now from John 2 verse 1 says Jesus went to the marriage in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. And Bible says and both Jesus was called and disciples to the marriage. Please underline to the marriage. One of the challenges that this nation has today because we keep we it seems to get things twisted. The solution to the problem of Nigeria is the Almighty God, not the government. 
how will God do this? God expects the church to rise up. The Bible says the light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. The version says darkness cannot understand it. The solution to darkness is not darkness. The solution to darkness is light. And how can the church rise back up? It's by homes. By fathers being the priests of their homes. Raising godly children. People spend more time in preparing for their wedding than they spend more time in preparing for their marriages. I had a friend who came to, who came to me over the night, to, yesterday to today. He, was, he had lost weight. His wedding is in three weeks' time. He's marrying somebody from the side of town. Let me not say it here. I saw the alert he sent just for the traditional wedding that I told him next week. Almost a million naira. This man was shaking. He was shaking. And that's just for, to cover the incidental expenses. I speak to you again. Whatever money can buy will not hold you down in the name of Jesus. People spend more time preparing for the wedding than the marriage. It was the marriage that was they invited Jesus to here. Sisters, it's time to wake up. You know, I want uh, the uh, there are different hairs now. There's one. Uh, what's the name of this hair? I just obviously uh, Lugo or so. I just different things. You want to do this? You want to do this? Spend more time. What, where do you want to be in the next five years? Where do you want to be in the next ten years? How do we want to raise our children? You know what? We have outsourced parenthood now. We've outsourced it to our nannies, to your pastors. So, your pastor just spends three hours in a week with your child, but you want him to transform the child. Meanwhile, you spend how many hours with your child, and you're not bringing the responsibility to your pastor. Spend time and raise them. Discipleship starts from the home. People of other religions and other faiths, by the time they are five, they will have started going to, they will have started reciting, reciting and reciting. How many memory verse can your own child recite? But meanwhile, you let him watch all the Pokemon. May the devil not continually poke them in the name of Jesus. It's time for our eyes to be opened because the devil has silently crept into the church. The Bible says when men, when men slept, the enemy came and he sowed tears. I speak unto every tears that the enemy has sown in your life. Every tears that the enemy has sown in your home. Every tears that the enemy has sown in the church. This morning, we begin to approve them in the name of Jesus. Point number two. He says Jesus was invited. He didn't force his way through. Bible says in Revelation chapter 3 verse 20 it says behold I stand at the door of your heart and knock you know if some of us pray about our problems as much as we talk about them we have a solution a lot of us keep talking hey, this my boss is a bad boss this my boss God, you are just talking about it have you prayed about it Bible says the left days of Matthew. Just come unto me, all ye that labor and the heavy laden. I will give. There's an express invitation, and they invited Jesus. Some of us have children that have already gone a wire. But instead of you, pray, 
on your knees. Do you know how many things you can settle on your knees? Instead of you praying about those children, instead of you calling upon the name of God, who gave you, don't forget, it was God that gave you those children. So if they are disconnecting, you can go back to the source again to say, you gave me this product. Give me the manual to reconfigure this person. Pastor said something this morning. I'm going to borrow it. I don't know if it's trademarked already or copyrighted. He said, if you form your destiny, well, I'm now giving a revised standard version of that. Your destiny can be reformed. The church of God must arise. Invite Jesus to the situation of your life. Invite Jesus to your marriages. Invite Jesus to the reproach that you are personally going through. If Jesus is in your boat, your boat cannot sink. There is one who can say to the storms, Peace be still. This morning, under the unction of God, every storm in your life, every reproach, every turmoil, every news that makes your heart to shake, this morning we say, Peace be still in the name of Jesus. Verse 3. John chapter 2, verse 3. He says, And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Let me speak to my people a little bit here. Except anybody wants to lie to you. There are times in a marriage where it seems as if the wine has run out. There are times in the marriage you wake up and say, My God, my God, waiting the apple now. But you still come to church on Sunday, the collabo, you know, with the everything, looking all. But man, something, something is out, man. You're not just feeling that. You're not just feeling that verb that I used to feel before. The wine can run out in a marriage. Let me tell you something. Let me share this with you. If you go to a, a theater room, when they're operating on somebody, there's something they, co- they connect that shows uh, that shows this person still alive or not. Well, I don't know what it's called. I don't know. I'm, I'm not interested in that. Is there, it shows your pulse and everything. I don't know what that machine is called, though. Uh, uh-huh. It's called an oxiloscope. What pastor said. <laughs> Celebrate your pastor. Celebrate your pastor. I'll add that again. I'm taking the second one. To show that the person is alive, there must be ups and downs. He must come down. To show that you are alive and not just existing. To show that you are living. Your marriage, your life must have ups and downs. That shows that you are alive. You will face storms, sir. I have people who are more faithful than I am. They are married. They probably don't have children. They are still trusting on God till now. But God always shows up. He might be late, but he's always on time. You have people who are not as fine as you. They are married. You are there just trusting God for anybody to say hello. If they say hello, you say I do. But does that mean that God is not faithful? Nah, far from it. I speak to you one more time. In every area of your life where your wine has gone out, I say there will be a restoration in the name of Jesus. 
wine can go out. There are different stages. There are different stages in a marriage. I will share with you just quickly. Number one, the honeymoon stage. In a relationship also. The honeymoon stage. What is the honeymoon stage about? You know, when I first met my wife, my wife was my colleague in the office. She said, where you did work, you go job. She said, it's called a workshop. So when I saw in the first service, one brother and one sister, I said, wow. While brethren were praying, was watching and praying. Right? And so when we first met, my wife said, darling, she was in Abuja house in Lagos. And she said, this, I just feel like seeing you this weekend. And that's Thursday. I said, like, like play, like play. I said, for like remote control. Back him. Friday morning, like this. I surrender. I'm with Abuja. Friday. Because the day I missed a flight. And I said, darling, I've missed the flight. I can't go to this. She started crying. Like play, like play. I bought another ticket. Just tears could bring. Nobody could. They didn't have to preach to me. One day, she said she was hungry. I was in Abuja. Now I, I don't like Abuja. She said she was hungry. Like I said, no problem. Let's go and eat. And just step somewhere. I don't want to say the name of the place. Maybe the owner is here. No more eating in Lagos. I know how much it is. For two of us, 10, 15, 20,000. So I knew, okay, nothing did happen. As we got there, we ate. I didn't like the food. It was not my kind of, my kind of correct food. Where the chop? Then, you know, I just, you know, I just drank, chop my everything. They gave us bills, almost 40,000 naira. I swiped it out in my mind. But I said, Dad, tell you, I said, wonderful. Wonderful. Honeymoon stage. Everything is just going on well. Darling, you look nice. So thank you, everything. But it doesn't last every time like that. You know that time when you used to write letter, I love you. If I don't see you, I, I'm going to die. Have you died since then? But after the honeymoon stage is the eye-opener stage. They say love is blind, but marriage is an eye-opener. Marriage performs miracles. Every blindness is now opened. You know, before I never knew if my wife could fart or not. You know what you call fart? It's fart. Fart, you know. So, all through our courtship, I did. I never experienced. Even because I've, if, I, if I want to do it, I'll just say, Pardon me, I'm coming. I just go outside. I just. But that time, I just, after I got married, I just got tired of going out and going in. So much, when I watching the film, I just say, Frere. Ah. I said, darling, what is this? I said, Freya gave. She to she never gave me Freya. <laughs> we have just started. I opened that stage. I said, darling, can you take me to the market? I said, this is the key of the car. Go to the market. Or like before, they said, can we go to the market? I said, anywhere you go, I'm your mugu. I opened that stage. No, 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 darling. No, no. Are you pregnant? No, no, no. At that point, that woman will now start saying, Do you still love me? He doesn't love me like before. Women, do you know what I'm talking about? He doesn't love me. He's not treated, he's not taking care of me, he's not sensitive. Before he was he was the author of sense. Now he's not even sensitive at all. You will say, you know, normally when he said, if a woman says, Don't worry, she wants you to worry. He said, Darling, what's wrong? She said, Don't worry, darling. 
the lie. She wants you to worry. In our opener stage, when she said, Darling, what's wrong with you? She said, Don't worry, it's okay, have a nice day. I do not be vexing. Because that's the eye The honeymoon is over. He now comes to the eye opener. But the eye opener stage too also doesn't stay for so long. After the eye opener stage, you have the reality stage. Sir, you know, storms in marriages are, are real. They are not reality TV shows, they are real. In the 80s, in the 90s, I used to hear so much about Christian homes separating. I didn't used to hear so much about Christian homes going through divorce. But the rate at which they are springing out now is alarming. Christian couples cannot keep malice for months in the same house. And the wife believes I have a secret weapon to come against you. And so she just locks up. The reality stage is a critical decision-making stage where you ask yourself, am I ready to go on with this? Or, am I, or, what, what, or what's the way forward? Because don't forget, you have to invite Jesus to the marriage, not just the wedding. He's the author and the finisher. When your wife doesn't just look like it again, you married a figure eight, but now you have a figure zero, a very big zero. your husband was a six pack before but now it's now one full pack so it's a, it's, a, it's a full sack so you're asking where are these where are the packs I married where is, where is, is that a one full that's when that you know that love is more than the emotion we must go through these phases and at this point in time communication becomes a vital skill with love, tell your wife, darling, you did this to me. I, I, I didn't like. You know, sometimes my wife comes from a family where I'm very sorry. I don't hope she's not going to listen to all this, though. But my wife comes from a family where they don't take greetings too seriously. I come if you come to my house today, my children, five and three, my daughter will kneel down on her two legs. My son will persuade everybody that comes. So as you are coming, that is, they can be standing up sitting there. It's so short. They know it's auto. Even if they forget, if I just look at them, my eyes speak wonders. Oh, brah, brah. I don't have to talk. I don't have to know. They understand I sign language. And so my wife is all this. Uh, yeah. And so at the point in time, the marriage, she just wake up, go. Uh, the say, oh, yeah. That's that gist with me. The people me, I'm vexing. Yeah, this woman has forgotten to greet me. But I didn't know that I was now, it was now accumulating. At the point in time, it was building up and I was almost becoming resentful. When she started, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, what have I said? What are you reacting to? Until I had to unbottle some of those things. Darling, greeting is very important. Say greeting. Did, did, have I not greeting? She, she didn't even know whether she But me, I knew. Because a lot of times, it's either the giver or the givee. One person is being more pain about it. That's my own new family book for English. Give her, give it. Anyone. The reality stage is very key. But lastly, there's a final stage which we all go through also. I said the first stage is called what? Honeymoon stage. The 
I open our stage. The next stage is called what? Realist. The last stage is called the cleaving stage. Cleaving. We are not from the same background, but our background should not keep us on the ground. We don't have the same upbringing, but that should not affect where we are going to. Because it was God's word we heard before we went into it. Marriage is not just physical. Marriage does not represent physical and represents spiritual. Not 50-50. 100% physical, 100% spiritual. My wife was first my counselee. I was counseling her because she was going through a storm in her relationship. And so, as I was driving home after one of those counselings, I will not forget. I just said, your counselee is thy wife. He spoke like in James English. Ah, I said, what do people say? Because I even know the, I knew the brother that was there helping me before. I said, I know, I said, I said, they will say, pastor is now taking over. I said, no, I said, Holy Spirit. I said, this is a confusion. But I was sure. So I didn't make any move. I just kept on waiting. She got some advice. I keep advising her rightly. 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 But I kept praying, God, if it's your will, let it come to pass. So I just kept on in silent mode. That's the motivation why I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything dramatic of going out to nah. Because it was God's will. He just made everything to come to pass. So even when I'm going through storms, I can still say, God, you are the author. You are the one that Bible says 1989 of Psalm says, Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled. I don't have to prove it. Bible says in 17, 17 of John, it says, Sanctify thy truth, thy word is truth. There's a difference between a fact and a truth. I will not go there today. Verse, verse 4 Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hours is not yet come. But don't forget that the wine had run out. I have to be fast this morning. And his mother said unto the servant, Whatever is said unto thee, do it. Bible says in 37.3 of Psalms, it says that God ordered the steps of the righteous. It says in 8.14 of Romans, it says, As many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. The truth is that God always speaks concerning every situation of our lives. Every. But do we have ears that listen to him? When your husband does something that is so bad for you and you are so upset and he tells you, my dear daughter, go and apologize to him. And you are are telling God, no, 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 he is the one that offended me. He said, no, whatsoever he tells to you, do it. You know, just one stubbornness in the life of somebody has destroyed marriages. Just what I'm sorry will have solved. I'm sorry. I pray God will grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. Whatever He tells you to do, do it. Because the foundation to change this nation rests in God through our homes, Christian homes. Let me go to verse 7. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pot with water, and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast, and the birds. 
when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, he knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom, verse 10. And they said unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, when they, when that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. I don't know the storm which you're going through right now. I don't know the project that you have that so much as if everything is out already. The word the Almighty God gave me while coming here and you gave me this. It's ready to fill every empty vessel. Just don't give up on that relationship yet. Don't give up on that marriage. Seem not to understand. The church of God shall march on. And the gate of hell will not prevail against it in the name of Jesus. But the church is you and I. The devil is going, especially Christian men hear this. The devil is going after Christian men. He's going after the fathers. It's a big ploy now. He's going after the fathers. And so if the fathers cannot raise men who will take over from them, all the cathedrals were building, all the churches were building, will be in vain. I was not in this plane, but I had a, a story. The man was in a plane, business class. Right, and you know how they take your people in business class, you know, but well, you might not know. <laughs> but you, might, you, might, you might have watched it on TV. I might not know also, but you know, you, you will have heard story. But I speak to you, you know, God is taking us forward. God is taking us forward. And so, when they first come with the first thing, you know, they first offer you all the many, many, many things, you face everything. But you just notice that. What do you want to say? No, I'm okay, I'm okay. What do you want? I'm okay, I'm okay. I don't want anything, I'm good. So you notice that the other person by his side also was also saying the same thing. Ah, you want champagne? No, thank you, I'm okay. You want this? I... He asked him. The other person asked him. He said, are you fasting? He said, yes, how do you know? He said, because I'm also fasting. He was very excited. Maybe somebody of like minds. Right? I said, wow, great. I attend the Redeemed Christian Church of God. He said, what church do you attend? He said, the church of Satan. He was caught off guard. Church of Satan. He said, yes, I attend the church of Satan. Because the mark will evidently see the... I said, do you people fast? say yes, sir. He fast. I said, they got conversion. He said, we know that we have lost the battle with this present generation. We know we've lost against your generation, against all of you. But we are after your children. So, so our, we have left you people. We know that God has taken over you people. But we are after your children. All your children that you, you, you go day and night, you go out to, to the office, come back, traveling up and down to raise money to send them to the best schools. They are waiting for them there. And so, if you don't engraft them into the word of God. Now, Bible says, let me explain this to you. 
Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away, behold, all things have become new. Now, do you know what that means? You know, like there's something in agriculture where if you have a plant, if you remove, um, you can put another one, I think it's called engraftment. Yes. Now, that's exactly what that scripture means. I have been removed from my physical and personal family and lineage. The ones that had causes, the ones that had issues, the ones that, and I've been engrafted into a new lineage, the one with the covenant and the blessing. So, what was old is gone. It's no more in my DNA. What is in my DNA is the covenant, the promises, and the blessings from the Almighty God. And you must walk in them. He said, we are not after you. We are after your children. And it just made a little more sense. We are just so careless about our children now. We are so careless. You don't care what they teach them in schools again. You don't care if they know the word of God. And in, in a high rate, children are missing true salvation. We are going to go back here with a message to our homes. Every prayer altar that has gone out in every room, the Almighty God will rekindle it in the name of Jesus. Every love that is waxing cold, every unforgiving spirit that has entered into a relationship, everything in every way that the enemy has crept in, the Bible says two are better than one. Can't be on our feet this morning. just bless the almighty God. Let's God just hear you this morning. Say, Father, I, I commit my household into your hands. I commit my family into your hands. Jesus, I commit all that concerns you into your hands. My children, my, uh, my, my spouse, oh, you, you might not even be married. I said, Father, Lord, I commit my life into your hands. The Bible said, we call things that are not as though they were. Begin to just speak forth. Begin to just speak forth the word of God into your household begin to just speak forth we shall not fall we shall not fail we shall not falter in the name of Jesus we believe you have been blessed by this message to download this message please visit our podcast at the throne room on your handheld device or computer for any inquiries call 08087 or visit the life center at number 20 Colorado Close, off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.